Hi, I'm Adriana Gallinet, your embodiment and relationship coach. And this is my podcast. I spend most of my time reconnecting relationships, diving deep between the land of energy and helping those couples, you know, ignite that spark back in the bedroom. This podcast is for the universal spellbinding people who love a little woo-woo and the thunder of truth. You're listening to Love, Sex and Energy. Let's jump in. Hey, 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 welcome back. This is episode three and you're listening to Love, Sex and Energy with Adriana Galenick. Today I'm talking to you about the questions that I get asked a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. And this question is, how do you pick yourself up after divorce? (sighs) Drop the mic. How do you do it? How do you do it? It's very interesting, actually. Let's dive in and unpack all of that because divorce is bloody horrible. And here I am laughing because I'm on the other side. So a divorce is horrible. It's hard. It's painful. It's miserable. It's like death, but they're still there. That's the worst part. You think you've died, but the person's actually still there and you still have to talk to them every single day. Well, not really, but when you have kids and things like that, it does get a little bit taxing. So let's just specifically talk about how do you pick yourself back up? In the past conversations or the episodes, we were talking about frequency and love frequency. And the best answer I can give you is surrendering. Surrender. And that is a very important word to me because that helped me with my transition through my divorce. One of my monks that I work with, he said to me when I was reaching out, because like I was functioning, right? So I knew that this process was happening. I knew, you know, changes was coming. And, you know, let's be honest, who likes change? Nobody likes change. And let alone your whole life kind of being ripped apart, this fairy tale, the fairy tale that got ripped apart and having to live through that and go, well, how am I supposed to be happy now when I don't even know what's happening next? You've got no control over what is happening. And I think that's the scariest part. If you have gone through a divorce or or heading that way, it's the unknown. It's the, oh my goodness, what is happening? You know, I got up and I knew my routine and I, I know what I was doing. And now it's like I'm starting from ground zero. For those who don't know my story, my husband, ex-husband left, fell in love with another friend and we had five kids. And that was bloody hard. That was really, really hard. And you think, what is wrong with me? Am I not pretty enough? Am I not good enough? Did I not clean enough? Was I not a good wife? Was I not? You start poking at yourself. So there are some of the things that I was, you know, I call it monkey mind in your head, in your head, in your head, in your head. And my monk said to me, Adriana, you know, what will be will always be. When it's time, if it's meant to be, he will be there. When you hold on to something so much, you hold on to what you really want, you know, the control aspect of life, and you don't realize how much you are controlling until something like that actually happens where you feel like you're juggling all the plates and all of a sudden all the plates start smashing around you and you've got no control, nothing. And yet you're meant to pick yourself back up and go, I'm fine, I'm happy, I'm doing all these things. Now the journey is not easy, like my monk said. He said, Master um, Sri Akashna said to me, Adriana, you need to think of it like an energy ball and energy and frequency makes total sense to me because that's been my life work. And I said, okay, so energy for those who don't know is, you know, energy surrounds us, energy never dies, energy is a living, pulsating thing. It's circulating. It always comes. It always goes. It's always moving. When you're holding on to something in your life, whether it's going through a divorce, going through something traumatic, 
or resisting change in your life and you're holding on to things, hold, 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 hold. You're squeezing so tight with your hands that you're not allowing the universal flow of energy to go through your hands. So when you open up your hands and start releasing, releasing and surrendering the energy and say what will be will be, you'd be able to start breathing. It's almost like you're giving yourself permission to have a breath. You're giving yourself permission to live. You're giving yourself permission to think, to feel, and to live in the moment. You see, we tend to want to control the future because we can't control our past, yet we live in our past, which doesn't allow us to live in our future. You know, when you're thinking too much of your past, it's a depressive state. You're going back and you're wanting to relive the moments that you can't actually change. It's happened. So you, at some point of your life, you've got to let it go. At some point, despite the situation, whether you're having a divorce or whatever that relates to you, you need to let it go in order for you to have the change of frequency in order for you to be flowing forward. You know, that stops us from doing the best work we possibly can and living the best life you possibly can. For me at that moment, I surrendered wholeheartedly, surrendered. I said, I will not take this on anymore. I will accept what it is and will be working. I was lying in my bed and I was at the point where, you know, my friends were getting really concerned. My work colleagues were extremely concerned because they saw me every day and they were like, something needs to change. And I just said to them, allow me to be in my space because this is how I'm coping, but I'll be fine. And that day after I spoke to Master, I said to him, okay, I'm ready to make a change because no one could actually make that change for me. No one could do that thinking. No matter therapy, therapy helps. If you're a therapy goer, please, I insist, go. It really helps. I love therapy. It's my favorite. And I think that's why I decided to help therapy in couples to help them get themselves through, whether it's yourself, if you're wanting that one-on-one help or you want that couple help, you know, I'm here, reach out to me, follow on my socials and and get in contact. Really diving in and, and letting go is a moment that you have to do yourself. And that's with everything, all different challenges, anything that you want to create, anything that you want to do, anything that you want to see. I call it crossing the bridge. You don't know what's on the other side. It's about getting that energy to stand up on that bridge and go, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to walk. I'm scared as hell, but I can do this because I've just come from hell. You can't get any worse. You can't get any lower than I was. And the only thing that was left for me was to rise up. It was to rise above and to show my children that when shit happens, when life happens, this is life. It happens. It's okay. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to have feelings. And I was really conscious about it because there's lots of people around me that were like, you shouldn't be like that around your kids. You know, they need to see that you're happy when you have them. I have a different approach in life and that's about showing them this is reality. This is actually what, you know, people do get upset. People do cry and it's okay because it's giving them permission to live life and to be free of the emotions and the stereotypes of, you know, I do have boys. Boys don't cry. Load of rubbish load of rubbish. We are human. We have feelings and we need to connect and they need to know that some days I would cry, but mum will be okay. I would be okay. And having that openness and that trust and making that mindset that I surrender, I surrender to things that I will, things that I no longer control, I surrender to and allow the universe to work in mysterious ways and push me in the direction that I needed to. And I'm glad that I did. Because people thought I'd be miserable and sad and 
the topic of conversation was just on and on and on and on and on. And you'd be like, oh my God, I'm already like over it. And I'd say, but how? If that was me, I'd be so angry. And I said, because I've chosen not to. It's very simple. I have chosen not to go into the negative energy, not to live in my past, but to be present in my future, present in today, and surrender to things that I can no longer control. I can only control myself and my thoughts and my actions, but I can't control others. So I'll make a conscious decision and effort to always be the best version of myself because I have control in that. So I bless and I release because that's no longer my journey. It's a story. It doesn't dictate who I am as a person. So if you can find it in yourself somewhere in there to surrender and and let go, I really, really, you know, support it. (laughs) It's actually really freeing when we don't have to do what other people want us to say, think, feel. You surrender and let the universe take over. Just try to put one foot in front of the other and do things that make you happy, lift your frequency because only you can do that. Only you have that choice. Hopefully that gave you a bit of an insight of my past and how I managed to pick myself up. Stay tuned for another episode next week. We'll talk about some misconceptions about my industry and my woo-woo-ness and what I actually bring to the table. So stay tuned to then. Till next time, shine bright. Bye. That's it for another episode of Love, Sex and Energy. Connect on all socials at Adriana Gallinet. Hit the follow button, share with friends, and if you have some time, write a review. As they say, the energy flows in universal ways, so always remember to shine bright. Till next time, see ya.